Well, guys, I, th- I think we talked about um, what we talk about on this episode and kind of uh, our intro stories into the podcast world, I think, is a, is a cool background. I don't think a lot of people have, we haven't like formally introduced ourselves as a group to listeners that may not listen to our independent podcast. So um, why don't we, we start out with that, just kind of how we decided to jump into this madness that cost a bunch of money and has very little return <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was talking about that today when i recorded earlier so i probably spent easily a thousand dollars yeah matt, i went out oh, 600 it, bucks on shit just to make music for my yeah. intro I'd, I'd say matt going first since he's the newest guy here you i was know, gonna you, say you're, that you're like episode what 10 yep like, two months nice, i've been doing nice. it two yeah, months dude. yeah it's and it seems like it's been like a year at this point because it's it's just flown by but yeah i you know i i started pod you know officially with podcasts with rogan much like you know a lot of people did back in the day but i was also a big radio guy you know i like to listen to art bell um you know, pre-podcast. And you know, I consider that basically a podcast nowadays by standards, but that was a radio show. And, uh, you know, from there, I kind of got into, you know, as the podcast genre grew, I got into like the triple E's and tinfoil hats and things like that and the higher sides. And, you know, a, a lot of the alternate history stuff that you wouldn't get in mainstream. And I, you know, that just really attracted me to it. And then, you know, in about 2020, I, you know, I started seeing a lot of these little podcasts pop up here and there. And one of them was Dangerous World. And, you know, that was really the first podcast where I listened to it on a regular basis, but I was also interacting on a daily basis with the co-hosts. And that was a new aspect of it for me. And it was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And like, these guys are just like me, you know, they're just like normal guys that just record because previously I had put podcasts like up on this pedestal, like it was this, you know, big production and, you know, you had that advertisers and all this stuff. And then you realize it's all just a green screen behind them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, it's all bullshit. It really wasn't an office or, uh, you know, (laughs) So it was like, oh man. And then, you know, and then Ryan was relentless on me. I was on his show a couple of times and, and he was relentless on, you know, just do something. You got to do something, just start one, you know? And then I, I hopped on with you, uh, Patriot and, and, you know, you said the same thing. And I was like, all right, finally, I, I was just, I just got sick of hearing people. You were you doing know. too much work not to do your own, dude. Yeah, and it, it, that's what it came to. Yeah, it was like, and yeah. then I got to the point where I was like, yeah, I was having way too many conversations with myself. You know, and like it got to the point where I'm like, I got to get this out before I end up on a couch, you know? So, yeah. yeah and that's, yeah. that's basically my journey into it. And, you know, I'm like I said, I'm I'm brand new. I, I got two months under my belt and, you know, barely, barely know which way is up at this point. You've made it past the what is it? The average podcast only lasts seven episodes, I think. Like, yeah, I think it's seven episodes. So you've yep. made it past. Yeah, the, they say the if you get number 10, seven. 10 is a big milestone. And then, yep. you know, 50, obviously, because then once you're in once you get to the 50 mark, you're rolling and it, it's, you know, barring a major catastrophe. Although one of the things I have noticed lately, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this lately, but I've noticed a lot of podcasts have dropped off in like the last four to five months and some of the bigger ones, too, you know, that Ooh. had a couple hundred thousand following they're gone like they you know and and they still have instagram and all that stuff 
so they're around but they're just not doing the podcasts anymore well there was a a big british guy that uh what podcast did he do um him and i had the same producer for a little while um and he he decided to quit and his was a pretty big show and then there was uh the infectious report or infectious report or whatever it was called the infectious myth podcast with um david crow and he got really big and then he got cancer and died six weeks later. Oh, super fast. That's awful. So yeah, those I are have two noticed, big ones that went away. I've noticed some shows, uh, yeah, that and even their chats and their discord are like kind of dwindling away. Yep. Yeah. There's one, I know there's a couple that we're in together, man. And, and yeah, there's, they, they, they don't do the show anymore. And even the, Oh even, God, who was that one group? I think, I think we both know dead, 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 dead trust. Yep. They stopped. I was like, fuck, man. I actually, I really like those fucking dudes, man. I had a lot and, of fun. And then the, what was it? The Maria one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of that one, but I'm going to be an asshole and actually say I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I had noticed that because I posted in the Telegram channel. Yep. And obviously she has no idea what my shit's about because it's all, you know, all that QAnon stuff I've posted in there to see if I get a response. Nothing. <laughs> so she obviously doesn't even listen anyway. So. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it takes a lot to do a podcast, make the oh, time for yeah. it. And, you know, even if you're seasoned, I mean, I can't imagine where I'll be at 100 episodes, 200 episodes. Like, where's going to be my cap? If the word shit, I, I started so late. I'm not like Tom Woods with 2000 episodes, man. Like, um, right now, it's like, can I make it to 200 episodes? Is the grid going to be up that long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are they going to allow us to keep doing this? Well, that's, that's the good question because this seems like the wild west right now, right? Like podcast right. is the one area where there's very little censorship unless you try and put it up on YouTube. Then obviously you get whacked like everybody else, but it's still that area of, you know, pseudo free speech. And you, right. you can kind of run around and say what you want and not be too penalized. And at what point do they say, okay, these guys have gotten a little out of control. There's a little, there's a lot of chatter going on out there. Now we're going to reel them in. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about getting one of those little old school, like ham radios or whatever. Oh, when I move. To, and then a, like a little reel to reel recorder or something and just go old school. If shit really breaks down and just do radio broadcasts into the out into the world and yeah i want to do that when i move yeah i'm gonna if, if hopefully you know move and get a piece of property i want to definitely stick a huge fucking antenna in the backyard and train cool man fuck yeah i'll be like uh well i mean kind of like art bell and like that shit is all like kind of like through short you know uh, long rave ra radios just multiple ones around the country yeah 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 and those are they're fairly harmless you know, as far as radio waves go, the bigger they are, the less harmful they are to our bodies, the f smaller they get. That's why that 5G shit is so bad, because they're like millimeter tall <laughs> wavelengths that are like laser beams. So and they need things to bounce off of, cons you know, constantly, 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 yeah. because they just can't carry that energy. And so they they just they don't go tower to tower anymore. They ping off of phones. And just bounce and everything. So your phone is constantly being used as a stepping stone, constantly. You no, guys, that was a... Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. 
No, you can go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I haven't looked too deeply into it, but you know, there's this uh, podcasting 2.0. Have you guys kind of looked into that? It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, I think I did. Uh, Adam Curry uh, started it, and um, it's a new platform that doesn't have anything to do with Apple's platform. And so if you get canned on one of these like mainstream corporate platforms you will be on there because there's no censorship on there from what i understand uh he's figured out some way to you know they call that guy the pod father he's like i guess one of the first podcasters and so he's figured out some way to bypass all the normal means and still allow people to communicate i I don't think it's like the dark web but it's something similar to it i don't understand all that adam yeah i was i was actually surprised when i found out it was adam curry i was like holy shit some I forget about pirate it. radio stuff. Yeah. 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 And there's a well, lot. How long have you been doing your show? Um, I've been doing it two years, actually. I think oh, yesterday oh, was maybe nice. two years. Oh, wow. Nice. All this fame, you. man. All this fame. It's hard. It's hard to take it, right? <laughs> yeah, he's the OG. You, you got like a dedicated studio, at least. I'm like in a back room with some <laughs> It's in the basement, but hey, I'm glad to have the space. Yeah, dude. That my next move, I'm making sure I got studio space. But let me tell you, dude, when it gets dead of winter, it gets down here, it gets like 25 degrees. It is brutal. Oh. <laughs> he was gonna have oh. ice hanging from his fucking nose on the- yeah. Get you <laughs> some little space heaters. Yeah. I plug the but the thing is, there's some kind of breaker deal, and when I plug in the heater. It kicks the breaker, so it's like... Oh, yeah, they do draw a lot of amps. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to do a Patreon just to get you a space heater for the there meeting we go. of the month. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can find that at gofundme.com backslash oddman. Yeah. Either that or we get him a NASA suit, you know? There like we go. Thermal suits, you can rock that. Yes. Yeah, dude, those can, those can handle uh, negative, like, 300-degree temperatures in space, apparently. Well, it can go from negative to positive 200, right, on either that, side, so... Instantly, instantly. Like, it good. can hold those two things on either side of them. I hope they have an extra large helmet because I'm going to need it. You know, I got to be dead. Well, speaking of which, since uh, Odd Man, uh, do you have the longest show? Have you been around the longest? Definitely. And why would you start yours? Odd Man. Nick, when did, gonna, when, oh, you, oh, when did you start yours? Oh, like, oh I've I been, I'm just okay. under two years. Oh, I'll be two no, years in, no, like, yeah. February. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I thought you were talking to Odd Man. Uh, me? Yeah, yeah, I will have a year in February, I think. Yeah. So I would be the next one to go. Uh, I mean, who? Like, when I was young, and I guess, well, younger, you know, it's going back, like, 10, 15 years ago. Um, I, you know, I was big into, like, I, I guess stuff that got me into conspiracy was, uh, you know, Cooper, uh, Jordan Maxwell, David Icke, um, I mean, I look at them the same now as I did then, but at least it was uh, them and Project Camelot, you know, stuff like that, that kind of like woke me up. But I think with uh, podcasting, believe it or not, and I started thinking about it after I asked you guys the question, one of the craziest ones I would have to say that actually influenced me would be William Ramsey, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, It was really, he was actually an instrumental piece of me actually leaving the OTO, to tell you the truth. 
Because, yeah, I actually listened to his stuff while he's in the OTO. You know, I still listen to podcasts. I wasn't that big into him because most of the ones I listened to all had to do with magic. So I really kind of got out of the conspiracy stuff. Um, but I listened to him and I, I, you know, even entertained some of his Crowley stuff. You know, I, I listened to it. Uh, I didn't agree. You know, I didn't originally agree with his West Memphis three idea either, but I liked all his other stuff and I, I didn't be a bitch about it. I continued to listen to him and would you know listen to the stuff that I liked. I didn't stop listening because he didn't like the OTO. And I guess eventually that motherfucker must've planted a seed in my head at some point. Cause I really started going back and listening to his other shit. And I'm like, you know, I don't think things really are that great here. And I, I just started, I guess, stopped drinking the Kool-Aid in a sense and started being a little bit jo- more judgmental or actually paying attention to what's going on around me. So he did help with me actually leaving. And I had always looked up to him and always thought just as a researcher, he's fucking amazing anyway. So uh, I, I have to say him and uh, even had somebody else who has really nothing to do with the type of shows we have. Uh, quite frankly, believe it or not, I like his production. I, I like his setup. I like the sound uh, as a podcaster, somebody who knows how to talk and uh, I guess control the conversation and just sounds like a really good show. Him, I thought, is something that I would like to have myself one day, I guess. So uh, those were two big influences for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I even had my brother and my family, uh, not my family, my brother and my uh, sister-in-law even telling me like, cause once I left the OTO, I started opening up more to them about it. And I started telling them some of the stuff from it. And they were like, yo, you need to start a fucking podcast. People would be interested in this shit. I was like, you really think so? So, I mean, they influenced me as well. Yeah. I guess I, you know, it's such a, it's such a good format to have long conversations, you know, and it started with people like, like Paul Harvey, you know, way back in the radio days when, when they were doing long form radio, you know, where somebody would just come on as a narrator. Well, you know, and that's and what I had stories to, and stuff. That, that's originally, um, I did that. Uh, unfortunately, I hate to, you know, I sound like a fucking pussy saying this, but um, there were certain things that I had released in my first two uh, episodes that I think uh, pointed the finger and was a little bit too specific about specific stuff that made me worry I might jeopardize the rest of the show. So I took those down and I'm still able to tell the same story, just maybe a little bit more occult. You know what I'm saying? I can right, still put yeah. out the same information, but I don't have to get as specific, which is where I think you start to have problems when you start pointing the fingers in secret society shit. That's just why. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. if I point at specific lodges and specific people and like me, you know, that could be a problem. So I took that stuff down. But uh, even like my first few episodes after that, I was just talking myself. I never even thought anybody was going to fucking find interest in me for me to even have another guest on. So I had never thought it was even going to be guests. I just thought I was going to ramble my mouth for like fucking half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, my first my first three and, and episodes funny were thing. rants. Yeah, right. We get into it and you just start talking and you're like, wow, who the hell is going to listen to what I have to say? You know, these are like my my the ramblings of my brain are going out into the into the in atmosphere and people are actually going to listen to this and then come back for more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And listening to playback, like like listening to myself talk, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, oh god. god, this is terrible. 
You're about <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to this garbage. I sound insane. Uh, <laughs> About three months ago, I, I've been I've been doing a show on the Will and the Beast for about fucking three months. Every time I go to record it, because I'm doing this one on my own, because I was like, I, I don't even know if like, hey, Lux said if yeah, I spoke to him, he, he might do it with me. But it was kind of something that I thought was better off me trying to do on my own, and I'm not used to doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm used to neither being on with like people like you or Lux when I do the occult rejects. So I've been working on one episode because what I do is I go back and listen to it. Now I'm critiquing the fuck out of myself. I'm like, nope, nope. Got to change that. Got to edit that. I'm never going to release this fucking thing because now I'm so self-conscious talking about myself. Yeah. See, and that's that's why I've just got to the point where I just record it and then I'll edit the intro and the outro. Whatever I said in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't I don't do yeah. that all with my shows anymore. Yeah. Whatever I say on our show with guests, I just leave it. Yep. Dude, it, I mean, I've. I've been doing this, I'm at like 50 something episodes, so I'm by far not a veteran, but uh, like, I don't prepare for them any, like, I just go, like, like, just make it the most relaxed you can be, because what comes out is what's going to come out. I used to record, you know, it'd take me five, six recordings before I'd get one out, and now I just hit record, (laughs) I'm just like. It is what it is. Let's let's do this. Well, before you do it, you, you know, and, and, you know, being the new guy here, you know, I always I was like so careful with my words because I'm like, everybody's going to oh, critique every yeah. little thing that I say and every fact that I put out there is going to be double, triple checked. And, you know, if I get too many wrong, nobody's going to end up paying attention anymore. And you get to the point and then, you know, after you do a couple, you're like. Most people aren't listening to it for the details. They're listening to the for the general idea, the general story. And the ones that do want the details are going to go back and dig into it themselves and then come back to you and say, hey, man, listen, you know, you might want to check into this because you might have been wrong there, which is cool. Um, but on the other side of it, you know, you get you, you do you get so self-conscious about everything you say that it, it ends up backfiring and it's counterproductive to even trying to put out a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like I like just hit and record. Like, yeah. I don't even do I don't I don't even do show prep. Like I find a topic and like maybe so you know maybe somebody that I want to talk to about it, and I'll just listen to a bit like some of their shows or some of their interviews or whatever, and maybe research the topic a little bit. If but it generally when I find these people, it's already something that I've looked into. And so now it's it's very little show prep anymore yeah. um, because I've dug down a lot of the rabbit holes that I have people on for topics about. That's why I like new topics. Like, I, oh, I, I, never, even, have- I never even thought about digging as deep into like uh, the uh, the world's fairs. I've always like not for the intent of finding symbolism. Like I've always find the world's fairs interesting. But to dig like you did, Matt. Like that shit sent me down a whole nother freaking trajectory of thought. Like, see, and that's that's my problem is is I find something and I just keep digging until you know I get to the end of it or I burn myself out, right? Like, like almost I, an obsession, right? Yeah, yeah. And with some of them, it, it, it festers too because you go <laughs> down one hole and that takes you down three more. 
right and you end up like with this world's ferret i ended up starting in there and then it starts taking you back and down that 1800 rabbit hole and you get back into the civil war then you end up in the crystal palaces then you end up in the war of 1812 and you know it's all these different things that all interconnect and you know they always say well it's all connected it, it is you know and it is all a giant conspiracy because all it takes is two people to to, to get together and and that's what you get you start realizing is like man all this stuff is is and and you know i feel i i i'm you know the way my brain works i want to know just as much as i can right i just don't want to know the general story of it i want to start digging into the details and and get into the nitty gritty of the story too and that's where you know that's why you know i i couldn't do my podcast without prep work Cause mine, you know, I do a lot of dates and names and like, Oh you know, yeah. Like what, what Jack no. does with his yeah. show. I love the way he does his show because it's very, you know, it's not a script, but he has certain points he wants to hit. And, and they, in the end, they tell the story. And if, cause if you don't have those, some of those points, the story doesn't have as much emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I got so tired of taking notes for topics that we did on the occult rejects. <laughs> I literally, now we'll just do fucking screenshots and I make files and folders for specific topics and I read the fucking screenshots, man. I'm so tired of taking notes for that show. It's just like, fuck. I mean, and then there's certain things I have to, but if it's shit that I'm finding online info, I found online, I just screenshot it, make a folder for what topic I'm on and for what reason. And I throw that motherfucker in there and I put them all in order. <laughs> I'm glad there's deep divers like y'all because I I don't have the time for a lot of it, but I'm still super interested in the in the the information, you know. And so, oh, I love it. And and to pivot that into like how I got started is I just was really interested in a lot of shit. Like I got started in podcasting because I was listening to Rogan and. And then eventually Dave Smith and Tom Woods. And I was like, man, I can do this shit. This like, I got a lot on my mind. I can talk for a while. And, but how many, how many people did you talk to about it on a daily basis? Well, nobody. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's where we, yeah, all, yeah. we all get into that same thing. We have all this to say, but there's nobody to say it too. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, I would, yeah. I'm on here around. because the people I know don't want to hear it. I'd be working all day listening to podcasts and I'd have all these oh. freaking ideas and all this stuff coming off of it and nobody to talk to about it. And so I was like, man, I just, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get this out because I'm going to go freaking crazy if I don't just all this bottled up crap. And so, you know, I think we all started our podcast kind of at least percentage wise a little bit for therapy reasons, just to, you know, to get it, to get it off of our chest because you can Yo, un unload it and put it out into up. the world. And it's like, all right, cool. I'm done totally with that. Correct. <laughs> you're totally correct, Bob. Because even even when I started, if you were to go listen to me on Lift the Veil or or Ghost Nuts before I started my own show, you would have thought I was like, uh, the fuck is that? The fuck is that dude? That's always spazzing out uh, on InfoWars. <laughs> Uh, is his name? Alex Jones. Yeah, oh, yeah. You would have thought I was like Alex Jones because I was so hateful towards the OTO and just so mad about the delusion that like I wasn't even the same like person I even have now on my own show. Yeah. 
you know, and thankfully so, because I don't think I would have been doing a disservice, I think, presenting it that way. But that's also yeah. that stage, too, right? That <laughs> yeah. at, that, that's that point you were at where you just started realizing, man, this is all bullshit. I've been lied to my whole <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, right? <laughs> And you're just lashing out at everybody, you know? Oh, dude. My first three episodes were me just ranting with a lot of cuss words. <laughs> I remember. Like, <laughs> like, what is going on? Why are we doing this? This is stupid. Yo, I heard Bob's rants and I was like, I have to have this fucking dude on my show. <laughs> Dude, well, that I was just... the mistake I made, Bob. Is, is after <laughs> after we talked here last time, I went back in your catalog and I started listening. I went back to the first one and I'm like, "Oh man, this is going to be a long ride to get through these episodes if he's going off like this in episode one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just came bursting out of me, man. Oh, dude, yeah, like a uh, fire hose. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm "Wow, that was like, holy shit!" <laughs> I gotta get this shit out. And then when I did it, it was like. All right, that felt bad. That felt good, you know. And once you get that first episode out, you're like, "All right, I could do that." Like, this is cool. And you post it, and it's out in the world. Like, that's that moment where you're like, "It's like putting your baby out there." Yeah. Like, all right, I did it. Now, now let's see what happens. And do I the mean, next really, thing. all of us doing that really are committing acts of magic. Yeah, well, of course. We're, we're putting yeah. a signal out there that's going to hit somebody's fucking ears and make them change their thinking for some, 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 some Man, way. That's, yeah, that's passion. the idea. And that's want, really what his old magic is about. I don't when necessarily. Yeah, I'm not trying to convince anybody. I just want people. No, to I know. Well, they could even, like, even, even they hear your sound, hear your voice, and say this dude sucks. You just made them think something. Right. They have to <laughs> think about it was what, positive or negative. Right. You just made them fucking think something. Yeah, yeah I forgot whose about... podcast it was where someone's like, you you don't think your words are magic. OK, I'm going to say something to you right now and tell me that you're not going to picture it. And he goes, blue ball. Yeah, and he's like you tell me you just didn't day. see a blue ball in your your I, I, I just did magic on you, you know, and that's as simple as it has to be. As soon yeah, as you're as, right, man. You know, yeah. any almost any form of communication is is some sort of magic. Yeah, yeah. It's wild when you really start thinking of it like that. Yeah. Because that's that, really all that in that movie. Is, is getting somebody you, else's you attention. You posted a clip of, Matt, that old that, movie, <laughs> that old Christian movie that you posted oh, a clip yeah, of. Oh, yeah, False I think Warnings it was, or whatever, I Early think, Warning. I think it was in that, in yeah. that monologue that he says. He says something about that. And like, see, I can control your mind. I just made you do something. Yep. And you it can't stop it. It doesn't take much. Nope. Doesn't take much. You know how I do that shit was was as simple as words when when you'd see uh, libtards uh, spazzing on the floor crying about something Trump said. I was like, yo, that motherfucker just has to open up his mouth and motherfuckers crumble. Yep, that's fucking magic right there. It, that's the power right. of a word. Motherfuckers crumble and spaz. That's a uh, high frequency versus low frequency is what that is. You know those low frequency thinkers. They just get destroyed by that high frequency tone and it just wrecks them. And it doesn't matter which direction it comes from, you know, the left, the right, they, but they all have their, their weaknesses, you know, where they can just get triggered super easy, super easy. It's crazy. Yeah. I think every human has its own way that that can happen. Everybody's got everybody's got their button, get married. You'll find out where it is. Yeah. 
Because somebody's going to start pushing. They are then. Somebody will start pushing. Yeah, your wife will show you where they are if you don't know where they are by then. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I'll correct that. Get married to the wrong person. Oh, uh, you know, you're right. You're totally right. Because when you marry the right person, you're not looking for that button. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about that button. You ain't trying to push that button. I will. I was saying it's almost fucking wild, but like, I mean, I've been with my, you know, wife. You know, we've been together probably like a total of six years, and I can maybe count one hand how many times we might have had like kind of a serious argument. You know, and some people may think that's just weird. It's just. uh even though we're very much the same person, I think we know uh, where we stand and like how far we can go. You know what I'm saying? We, we, right. We're going to pick a battle. We're going to make sure it's fucking worth it. First Better be all, the hell to die on. That's, yeah, right? yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I just, you know, and, and one I'll even say, I mean, she's like my best friend anyway. So maybe that's why. I mean, I don't yeah. know. We, we never really. Uh, but with my ex, uh, totally different. My ex-wife, yeah. totally different. <laughs> Oh, dude, being your spouse, being your best friend is incredibly important. Uh, my wife and I are going to, we're starting, we do videos on Instagram right now, but we want to start a, a marriage podcast, just kind of, you know, cause that's cool. I people, try to get more, a lot of people you talk to, they just kind of don't know how to resolve conflict, you know, and that's extremely dangerous in serious long-term relationships is to not be able to resolve conflict. You know, not know how to communicate your feelings without, you know, getting triggered. And most people are that way. You know, most people just don't know how to communicate because they're not really in touch with it or don't know how to say a lot it. Of, a lot of gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Well, and it all comes from it all comes from a, a place of fear. Right. So you're trying to protect yourself. So you gaslight the other person in this <laughs> egotistical <laughs> protection of your pride. And we're all guilty of it. You know, we've all done it, whether we do it now and have learned our lessons and grown. Uh, do I guess like people with fucking memes? Oh, I mean, there is a certain group. Of, <clears throat> there is a certain group of people that I definitely try to gaslight as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> but it's I mean, you guys don't see I'm my in. Instagram. I mean, obviously, I'm an asshole. Dude, your Sunday white papers, man. I look forward to that every Sunday. It's like a fuse I, I skipped, that just gets I, lit and thrown I, out there. I skipped a few. I skipped a few. And you know what? It was so sad. I think I only lost like 70 something with this last one. Normally, I hit like 100, 150. <laughs> they're getting they're you're getting soft man you gotta go harder <laughs> or or just more people are agreeing with me i don't know <laughs> maybe it could be that it's working you know and you're getting the people or, <laughs> or that I mean, yeah. the algorithms are completely insane uh i think the only reason my pop my followers aren't growing is because i'm just shadow banned i've posted too much controversial shit you get a warning when you go to friend me Yep. On Instagram, you get oh. a fucking warning. Like, what is that about? Oh, like, wow. this dude posts that. misinformation. Yeah. Are you sure you want to be his friend? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I couldn't even tag a friend the other day because she was banned. She was shadow yeah. banned so heavy. It said, yeah, she's not allowed to be tagged right now. I was like, what? You can't even tag somebody? Nope. <laughs> Crazy, like, right? right? Yeah, Crazy. It's, it's insane. That's so nuts. And it's all misinformation, right? And then you see the, the head of... I think it was either Bayer 
or Pfizer itself that came out and said, you know, these people that are spreading information, they're criminals. They're nothing but criminals. Oh, I heard that. They've cost millions of people their lives. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, and it was Pfizer because it's like, this is coming from the company who has paid the biggest fine in history for lying and for deceiving its customers like I the mean, irony the yeah, irony speaking of gaslighting of- right i mean geez, <laughs> right. It came full circle that's right narcissistic there. gaslighting blame oh. the other person for what you're doing it's very saul alinsky of them yeah you know, uh, like yeah one like, of the companies that pays off the news companies to advertise for them basically and you know they're not gonna report anything bad about the companies they're making all their money from it's yeah. like like crazy like wait the only company that speaks up and says this is dangerous behavior is the company that's profited 80 billion dollars that's what you're telling me (laughs) you know that's ignoring all of the side effects of their product like and does anyone else find it kind of strange when these companies are going to like the fda and the cdc telling them hey we need to get this out there now you know, like, wouldn't it be the other way around? Wouldn't the CDC be saying, you know, don't you, do you have something that we, we could test for you? No, it's like they, they go to them and say, okay, this is what we want out there. Get it out there now. Approve it. Yeah, you know, the, I mean, it's clear Mussolini-style fascism. Yeah, the, like, the last time I heard them mentioned, uh, it was on the news recently. It was almost worded like that. But yeah, the way they, that's what I'm they're, hearing they're like Pretty much saying that they're like bringing this to the FDA or no, or the, whoever and being like, oh, well, we need this approved. For approval, yeah, they're bringing yeah, it to the yeah, state yeah, for yeah. approval. It's, it's not like you're just going there, telling them, like we need that. Yep. It's like what the fuck. I heard one guy the other day, and I think he was from Johnson and Johnson, but I could be wrong. And it was like in a news break on the radio, and he was talking about one of the new COVID vaccines, and he said it's like building an airplane in mid-flight. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I mean, who the hell wants to take a vaccine that? <laughs> That's just a terrible analogy for something you're putting into your body. They'll always be there, you know. Well, who was it? The director of the CDC that said we won't know how safe it is for children and still until we start injecting them. Yeah. Like, excuse me. What did you just say? We won't know if it's safe for children until we use children as lab rats to figure out whether it's safe for children. For something that doesn't kill children. For something that doesn't. Oh, right. Anyway, like it's just the shit. The the mental gymnastics you have to do with this one. I I had a (laughs) I had a conversation with a woman at my son's school who, and and she's very educated. She's in that lab science field, so she's deep into the studies and everything. And she said to me over the summer, "I can't wait to get till this gets out there for my son, so I can get it. He's eight years old, mind you, so I can get him. I can get him vaccinated." I'm like. Are, are you crazy? I'm like, you're going to put something in him that he has a better shot of running across the street and getting hit by a car and killed than catching this woo flu and, and, and ended up getting sick and dying. But you're going to put this experimental thing in him. She's like, oh, yeah, without a doubt, all the way. He's more likely to fall downstairs and die. Yep. Yeah. By a lot. Hit by lightning. Yeah, anything. Like, yeah. you are more likely to be struck by lightning while getting eaten by a great white shark. Yeah. Like, it's... So we can have Bernie shit. The plane fell on the train. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, it, it, is, it is such a low risk that it's almost funny to... It, like, it is funny that people are taking it this seriously. 
Yeah. It's like if you told everybody in Vegas that they had a 0.02% chance of winning, do you think anybody would gamble anymore? That is probably not. No. Like you can go gamble in Vegas, but you only have a 0.02% chance of winning. And even if you win, it's going to be a very small, like, like winning. Like nobody would go. Yeah, you've beaten the flu. Thank congratulations. You know that's that's what you've done. Well, who was it? Gavin Newsom that recently just came out, and he he was. I saw some Instagram thing where he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna say something that's unpopular. It seems like COVID is seasonal." And it's like, <laughs> it's almost like we've seen it before. <laughs> it's almost like this is something that we've always had, like the flu. <laughs> fucking Christ. It's it's really it's amazing. You know, it really is. I just don't I don't understand and there's people who are still hook, hook line and sinker in this. Yeah, dude, you know? I go and, to the gym in the mornings and there's this one giant dude. <laughs> giant. <laughs> dude. Like he is as hard. wide as he is tall. He's like 5'10". But he's, he's wearing a mask. He's huge. And he wears a mask, <laughs> and and but he does silly shit like he um he'll pull his mask down to drink from his stuff, and then he'll play with his phone with his mask down, and then when he starts doing his reps, he'll pull his mask up. Uh, it's just like wait, yeah, wait, what a good what? <laughs> like I just want to walk up to these people like what was your thought process right then? What what were you thinking when you had your mask down and you were drinking, and then? For some reason, you had to pull it up. Like what, Bob? I don't know about by you, but by us, they put up these uh, PVC pipe and plastic sheeting around like a workout area, right? So, oh, so say around a Smith press what? machine. They they built about eight feet high a PVC you know frame, and then they put plastic coating around it. Now you do not have to wear your mask when you work out inside of this thing. But as soon as you step foot outside of it, you have to put your mask back on. And now, mind you, you you do have to touch it to take it on and off, which negates the whole thing anyway. But this is the insanity that we're talking about, that that we're, we're, we're trusting, A, this little piece of paper going over our mouth. And then B, these plastic things like the, the the air that we breathe doesn't go above those things or around them or it just <laughs> in there and gets or stuck stick on the to plastic. It. Well, yeah. here's the thing. What if they just stick to it and then they can go wherever? Because viruses apparently are alive, even though they're not. And they can well, do and you things know they're even not though cleaning they can. that shit, right? <laughs> like, they're not scrubbing no, those of walls. No. So you know, it's just it's so it's so mad. It's insane. I, it's it's a uh, Orwell talks about it in uh, nineteen eighty four, <laughs> right? Where he talks about double speak and how holding two contradictory ideas in your mind at the same time while believing both of them is insanely damaging to the brain and people will make their followers have double think to break their brain mm. like it's intentional well, yeah that's and why that's, what, that's why fauci flip-flops all the time yes. it's intentional double think well and that's what bezmanov said too right part yeah. of his steps was you will be able to put the facts in front of the people but they will be so brainwashed you know beaten down that they will not believe anything that's true that's put in front of them because they are going to stick in their narrative yep 
And so, you know, we're, we're in that spot where it's a tyranny of the expert, but it's only the approved experts. You know, you got tens of thousands of doctors, nurses, virologists, all of these people that are speaking out against this shit, but that shit's stifled everywhere. They just immediately shut it down. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, that was misinformation. Yep. Like, who gets to determine that? And that's that's where we've hit the, you know, the big brother stage is that who yeah, exactly right there. Who determines what is misinformation? Right. You know, if you're only getting the information from one side, how is that? You know, you look at Fox and their logo of fair and balanced. Well, th- this is the furthest thing from ever being f- fair and balanced. This is the total opposite. This right. is just one side. This is stick to the narrative. Anything that strays from it is misinformation. It's harmful. It's killing people, you know, you're killing my grandmother kind of thing, like guilt, guilt trip. It's it's just insanity. Yeah. And uh, like, I, I just I can't believe we're still here. Like, that's the madness that I'm going through. Right. Well, and we keep and going it, back so, and forth. Right. It's not that we just go there. We go back and they take the mask mandates off. Then they bring them back. Then they and people keep going back. It's like the shots. How many people are going to go back for their boosters? Their fourth uh, booster? Anybody that's gotten the full vaccine is going to boosters. I don't think so. I've heard a lot of people that have gotten two and they're like, I did my two. I'm not doing any more. Like I well, did, I because... that did that shit. Yeah. He I got think it. it's going to be a very small percentage of people that actually. Don't he said he'll go get his, his levels tested before he'll get a booster. He says, there's no reason for a booster unless your antibodies dropped. And he says, I'm not going for another one unless that happens. Yeah. So, I mean, at least he's like half fucking smart about it. I oh, guess. And they're t- but they're going to change. He's going to not be vaccinated soon. Right. And that that whole that's where they play. The other game is the de- definition of oh, being fully vaccinated. There. Right. And right now it's two shots and tomorrow it could be three and three days from now it could be four. And you have to wear a purple armband and, you know, whatever rule they decide that day. Is, I mean, if you have what, to get if you have to get tested weekly, maybe you're going to have to get weekly booster shots. You know, like, this shit's just, uh, like, at this point, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. You know, I'm just like, whatever. If they all die, if they all turn into, you know, dragons or lizard people <laughs> or zombies or whatever they well, end up turning see? into, then, you know, whatever. I'm just trying to find a place in the woods so I'm, I could just be away from all that shit. <laughs> Did you see the other day? I don't know if it was FEMA or if it was the military that was preparing for a zombie apocalypse. They were doing that whole mission. It's like, yeah, you know, FEMA has um, the United States uh, divided into ten districts. Yes, oh, that's that what they call them. Fucking districts. And yeah. why we're not going to be together, man? Oh, they'll split us up. Yeah, you're down with Jersey. We're up with like we're in New England. We go, I go. It goes from Mass North, like so. I got Ron with me and Mike. I might, I might be moving up there soon, guys. I'm looking at property in upstate New York and like New Hampshire and shit. It's not too bad. It's real pretty up there. Hey, they got they got some nice Amish country up in upstate New York. (laughs) Oh yeah, for real. I told him you can go up there and be a totally different. My my parents grew up. Uh, about I don't know ten miles from the Canadian border up near St. Lawrence, and really, it's beautiful up there. It's, it's like going back in time, man. It's yeah, like going dude. back like twenty, thirty years in time. It's a slower life. It's when you, you think know. of the phrase "God's country," it's yep. that place. Like yep. we were looking through, you know, listings on like Zillow, and I was just like, 
everything has this amazing view of treetops and just mountains in the background. And it's these rolling, gorgeous green hills. Like, this is insane. And, and it's, it's so 90 acres. Like, yeah. there, I found one place that was 90 acres, like a 2,900 square foot house for like 430 grand. Like, oh. that'd be like a $4 million property in Texas. Like, yeah, I know. I know. My uncle bought a, a hundred acres or so, probably about thirty years ago, and it was, you know, a couple thousand dollars. You know, under fifty grand. It's so, cheap compared I mean, to it, here in Texas. It's cheap up there. Cheap, yep. <laughs> and most of them come with like giant barns and basements, and like <laughs> I'm just like I, I can get that much up there. Like, yeah, no, upstate. Well, New York. but you have to deal with the winter, man, and that's a bitch. Yeah. That's all, especially up there. I, if I'm I'm in, from October till sometimes May. Yeah, but if I'm working from home and and doing what you know, I'm hoping that we're doing and living a pretty self sustainable life, um, then my cost of living will be low, and I'll be generating my own income from home. So. You know, as long as mailboxes don't close, and like I could still get mail out once a month at least, then I'll probably be okay. Off the grid, Bob. Yep. Yeah, that's wild, yeah. Dude, me and my wife are done. We're so done. We're just like, let's get out of here. That's this cool. sucks. Your wife's even down with that, too. That's yeah, dude, cool. she hates people more than I do. <laughs> wow. That says a lot. <laughs> My wife, <laughs> she's almost like a female version of me. When her mouth starts going, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" I know why. My you- wife is. My wife goes hard. <laughs> it's hard to get her to talk about stuff, but when she does, she she doesn't mess around. Like one of the things that first attracted to me to her is she went on a, a little rant about the Clintons, and I was like, mm, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> All right. <laughs> this chick knows what's up. <laughs> Talking shit about oh, the kid, Clinton God. kill list. Okay. Bob had a ring in his back pocket, pulled it out right there on the spot. Dude, she did that and said she was anti-vaccine. And I was like, all right, I guess we're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Never doing better than this. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Nothing says I love you like a good Hillary talk. (laughs) And that's, that's honest story. She went, she went off about the Clintons and I was just like, all right, this chick's got a head on her shoulders. She doesn't have a political side. All right. I'm into it. So (laughs) when you find the one, you find the one. Yeah. No, it's it's weird how it happens. Uh I I still joke that I made her in a computer. Like, like weird science. Yeah, dude, it's it's that weird. It's it's that crazy where it's just like somebody plucked everything that I wanted in a woman out of my brain and made my wife. There you go, man. Can't complain. Uh, Nope, Nope. (laughs) won't ever hear me complain ever. (laughs) Oh, what about Odd Man? We never got to Odd Man. Yeah, so I didn't want to skip over him. Yeah, we've we've been going off on tangents. Yeah, we got to go to get you. Let's see. Uh, yeah, man, I was, I've been into like I think Matt was saying like I, I really like talk radio, dude. As, as uh-huh. Pretty much as long as I could remember, and um, yeah, I liked Art Bell, but I also listened to a lot of the, you know, the right wing talk shows like 
Limbaugh and Hannity and um, not so much Hannity, but I liked Limbaugh and Savage. Um, and that was who I really liked early on. And I listened to some other people that were local and stuff like that. But, you know, like after 9-11, I got really into politics. I had already just started listening to talk radio right before 9-11. And then when that hit, it was like, boom, I was obsessed with watching the news. Man, this is how little I knew about politics. I didn't even know the difference between liberal or conservative. I just knew that I could tell that CNN hated George W. Bush and Fox liked him. And then, you know, I started to learn about the different things. But, you know, for like a few years later, it was around the Obama Romney time when the Romney ran against Obama. And I'd started listening to um, a couple of podcasts, but one was uh, No Agenda. I think it's like one of the longest running ones besides the Corbett Report, I think. And uh, those guys were kind of like Alex Jones, except for like, it was, for one, they were funny. And uh, but they brought all this like deep information that you would never hear from other places, especially on mainstream. So I really started listening to all kinds of podcasts after that. Then finally, a couple of years ago, I was on Instagram and I post stuff on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, I never got any attention, hardly ever. But Instagram, I started getting a lot of people liking it and asking me questions and different things like that. There's this one dude who's not on there anymore unless he changed his name and he never messaged me, messages me, but his name was super liminal on Facebook. Really cool dude. And he kept sending me these uh, voice messages on um, Instagram. Like, you know, he just like send me like three or four or five, you know, in a row. And he had this like really deep, cool voice. He had a radio voice, like old school. He's like, you got to do a podcast, you know, too much information to just keep posting these pictures. And uh, the dude kept, kept at it, man, for like a month or so. And uh, I finally just said, okay, I'm going to try it. Cause I wanted to do it. I was just chicken shit. I, I was like, um, nobody's going to want to hear my voice. Cause I, I got the Southern accent and, and I don't really even necessarily like to hear guys with Southern accents. You know, there's a whole, whole stereotype of that and everything, but, um, He's like, no, dude, that that actually would make you enduring. And uh, I was like, well, okay, cool. I'm going to try it then. And I did my first one and uh, I talked really fast and I put music all the way through the podcast. So that kind of sucks. I wish I hadn't done that. But uh, I started getting people saying, hey, I like this. This is really good information. Are you going to make another one? And so I just started making them. And that's that's pretty much it. I'm up to almost i think the i'm coming up on my 90th episode so did you did you ever hit a point where you're like ah, i don't know if i want to keep doing this or has it been you know that steady keep going at it the whole way oh definitely man like probably every three or four weeks i get like that because i'm like i think i get too burnt out because i start paying attention to current affairs and i because i'm more like, i think i'm trying to find i think i'm almost about to find my niche of like what I really want to do shows about. And I, but if I stay like looking at the current news and stuff like that going on, then I get totally distracted, burnout, angry. And I just don't want to deal with anything. But like you were saying, Matt, like, um, you know, one subject leads you to like 20 other subjects. So I'm have a real hard time, like not going off on those rabbit holes to those other subjects. So I'm really uh, trying to stick with the same, subjects now and hopefully maybe i'll bring some better products to people 
But like you said, also, Matt, it's like it's frustrating because like with the Michael Aquino stuff, you just keep learning more and more and more. And it's like, damn, I wish I'd known all this information when I first started doing these shows because I could have done one or two great shows and put it all together. And so I feel like I've done that with other subjects a ton of times. And now I know a lot more about those other subjects, but I've done shows about them already. So, yeah, you know, I'll even say uh, when when me and Lux are working on something uh, for me, I, I don't know about him, but I, for me, uh, I mean, I'll even admit it. I, I really I don't even listen to other people's podcasts. If me and him are covering a subject for like two weeks that we're going to work on. In the two weeks time up until like I'm done and I know I'm ready to record, you know, record or do whatever. I don't listen to the news, really. I don't even listen to other people's shows because I'll get taken away from the topic that I'm supposed to be working on. And uh, that's, I think, one of the ways that I am able to uh, get all that stuff done. Same here, man. I started doing that. Actually, Bob, when I had uh, Monica Perez on and she told me that she does not listen to she kind of said like she doesn't listen to anybody in her genre because she doesn't want to sound like anybody else who say the same things. And there's a few people I was listening to and I was saying the same things that they were saying, not because I'd even heard them say it before, but we were just, I guess, kind of on the same wavelength at the time. And I was like, I, I got to stop listening to these guys. Cause I don't want to just like, I even had somebody uh, in my family say, have you been listening to this guy? Cause you're saying the same things as him. And I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but is it but you know i like to listen to other shows so that kind of is a drag because yeah yeah you know what i mean well it's a it's a it's a catch-22 because i mean you can listen to another show like say <clears throat> i've listened to shows and it's led to me interviewing somebody but while i listen to a show i'm like man i wish they would have asked him this and i wish I w- they would have asked him that and that's what i write down and i may touch on what you know, they talked about in the show that I listened to because I want everybody to kind of get the full story, but I'll add things here and there. I'll be like, okay, well, this was a question that I, I wanted to add to what he was saying in this other one. Um, and that helps a lot because you can kind of follow their lead, but then take in another step. And I that's kind of our, our job, right? As interviewers, is to take a conversation that we already know that's out there and maybe take it to the next step. And then the next person that hears our show maybe will want to interview that person and they'll have questions that didn't get answered and they'll take it the next step. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a good point because that, and that's one of the things that I, you know, you see these people that make the rounds right to all the different shows and some of them, you know, I won't say any names, but somebody we've talked about a lot just does the same thing over and over, which is that's their way of doing it. But then there's other people who do go on different people's shows. But like you're saying, Bob, they go and get different questions. So you get yeah. a different perspective on it. And that's what that's when I like to to hear people, because then, you know, they really have a variety of topics and they're not just a, you know, one trick pony. Right. And that's where, you know, I have a tough time because I'm not the best interviewer. You know, I have zero interview skills. Like yeah. but if, if I go in there saying, okay, I want to, I want to just take the conversation this way and see where it goes. That's, that's basically where I've started on my, you know, and I've only done a handful of interviews so far. Um, it's a skill I, to be able to yeah. pivot the conversation appropriately. 
And I try not to even consider it an interview because I don't want it to feel like I'm hosting. I want it to be mm. more of like a conversation back and forth, right? My I started my podcast as the name Conversations About Freedom because I started it as kind of a political thing. And I didn't think, uh, I didn't see myself going down a bunch of rabbit holes and then not even really giving a shit about politics except for the, to point out the theater of it. Um but I, I started mine because I wanted to wanted it to be more conversational. You know, I liked people like Joe Rogan and Dave Smith from part of the problem where they would just have conversations. And if they go in a weird tangent, you just let it go that way. You know, like I've I've gotten completely off topic with people. Uh, See, I'd like to have oh, Gary yeah, Wayne yeah. on and have him talking about like guns or something. Right. Because I know yeah. what he knows about Genesis six. Dude, Gary Wayne, you know, that like too. I want to hear something else, you know, that and that's those are the interviews that I really he's really hard to interrupt and pivot. Like I've had oh, him I was on just my saying show. him as an example because he's he one of those goes. guys. No, yeah, he just but, goes. Yeah, like, you say one thing and then you've got 45 minutes of information. Like I, I, I actually was going to talk about his book. Um, because you know y'all were talking about looking into one thing and then it leads to two other things and that leads to five other things and that made me think of Gary Wayne and how he described writing his book and how it got to be this 900 page 15 year written book is because he would go down one thing and go well and now I can't talk about that without talking about this other stuff to that led to that and then he'd go to those next steps like well shit I can't I can't talk about this stuff without tying these things to it. He just said it kept going and it ended up being a book about three thousand six thousand years of history. You know, so but you wind <laughs> that guy up and just let him go. And then he's he's really hard to kind of pivot and, and go. And that's in another, another cool thing about about podcasts too is you have different formats, right? I mean mm-hmm. I uh our buddy Kyle, conspiracy Kyle, he does these cool uh-huh. little 15 minute clips every now and then, which is such a great idea, you know, like a little quick hitter. But then he has our interviews, he has regular shows, and then you get to the guys like, you know, the conspiracy guys or uh, the guy that I interviewed, uh, did a conversation with last week, uh, Beyond Top Secret Text, and these guys do four-hour shows. Holy and, shit. You know, like, and, and you know, you think uh, four hours, man, you got to be burnt out after it. Those some of those shows, I'm like, man, I wish there was two more hours to it because they get so deep and they go so many different directions on the topic that it's a lot of stuff you've never even heard or let alone considered before. Yeah. And I, you know, the, just to be the the format of podcasts that you can have such a wide variety of formats and and take it in different directions. I think that's one of the huge yeah. assets to podcasting. Mm-hmm. is it allows each individual to put their own stamp on it. I mean, one of my buddies does a two-minute podcast every week. Two minutes. The, <laughs> this week he did four. And it oh, was is that a mitt? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. awesome, man. He just yeah, goes yeah, on but it's it, But it's a couple of minutes and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And it's great because he did one on cricket. And I learned about I, – I don't know shit about cricket. He did a four-minute one today about cricket. Basic general rules. You know, you go on, you listen. It's okay. Four minutes, you're done. And it's like, okay, that's a cool, that that's a cool little niche he's got, you know? And, yep, and yep. I really, I really think that's one of the huge things about podcasting is, is everybody puts their own little personality to their show. And, and that's why we are all so different. And, and there, you know, you get so many people that listen to 
you know, all of our shows because yeah. We, yeah. we do come, we, we say a lot of the similar stuff, but we're coming from different perspectives. Oh, and totally. Like, yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 It, it's, we all have our own way of looking at things. They may be similar, but it, you know, we're all mm-hmm. individuals and that's why podcasting is awesome. It's because it's, it's the individual individual's view of things. You know, and that's why you get to know, like, if you listen to somebody long enough, you feel like you know them because you're getting to understand them on an intellectual level, how mm-hmm. they engage with an, with information, the questions they ask, how their brain works. I mean, you're getting to know them on a level that possibly a lot of their friends don't, don't even know, know them. Yeah. Well, and a lot of your friends, right? Think about how many people you actually yeah. talk to for an hour a day versus how many podcasters you listen to for an hour a day, right? I mean, that's a big, you learn a lot about a person in that long form conversation. And you're absolutely right, Bob. I mean, I know a lot more about my podcasting friends than I do about my real friends. You know? <laughs> you say most of my yeah. friends ended up being podcasting. Yeah, well, yeah. Then now, yeah, I don't I, I got a handful of real friends left. Yeah, I don't have any. I have very few real world friends left um, because one way or another, they've all exposed their toxic nature. Um, So, you know, I've got the people that I've connected to online and just like a very closely held small group of people that I consider friends. Um, And I'm okay with it. You know, like I'm okay with this network. And hopefully one day we'll all meet each other at some great wow. fucking we finally overthrew the government party. Uh, uh, Alexandria. <laughs> the Storm Antarctica party? Yeah. Yay. I'm into it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm sorry, NSA. That's yeah. a joke. That's a joke. No, we're, we're not, we're not going to cra- We're not going to crash the Vatican. We're, we're definitely not. That. Oh, no. Matt, you mentioned a, about a four-hour show before. I have, a, I think, next week it drops. It's a... The Ninth Gate. You ever see that movie? Yes. yes. Me and Sean McCann cover it, and I, I split it up into three episodes, but we so we went four and a half hours straight. Get Dude, out. We, we should yeah, yeah. And we dry ran that a week beforehand. We did it without recording it, just so we both knew what each other had, but as if we were doing the show, mm. and then a week later, we did it again. That wow. was fucking 10 hours just in making that shit <laughs> but you, you i mean i got into one of those last week with uh with my guy at top C- beyond top secret texan and you know it was a three and a half hour show and honestly it felt like it was maybe an hour and a half yeah, it, just, it was such head. a fun conversation yeah. that it just flew by and then oh, I well, it's up, fun it does yeah it goes quick and i'm like oh shit i'm like dude it's 12 30 man i gotta go to work tomorrow i gotta get up at five so uh you know can we do a part two sometime <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh fuck! I just lost it. <laughs> oh, you don't know who's talking. No friends. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I guess that's where I was. <laughs> My phone lit up and threw me off. Oh, oh man, Sorry, you said also also before that I was thinking about, and it, may, it might make me sound like an asshole, but you mentioned like even people that uh, make the circuit on the on podcasts. And you hear a lot of the same shit. And not that I'm patting myself on the back, but like I've been on a, a fuck ton, like in a short amount of time, I feel. And I will tell you straight up, I really wish uh, 90% of them listened to my other interviews before they had me on. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, oh, there's a, a handful of them that actually took notes and listened to prior shit. And I will say that they are the ones that had the best ones. All the other ones, me and Lux, me and Lux had even brought up a fact of like, 
I could probably tell Lux's story and he could probably tell my story on the next show we go on. And uh, it, it would probably like be almost perfect because we repeated the same shit so many fucking times. <laughs> it's like we almost know it like the back of our hands, you know, and uh, it's just uh, it's just funny how you, you were touching on that before. And I was like thinking about it, like, I feel like I've been through that myself, actually. And not even trying to say like, well, no, and, and I'm with you on that because I've, you know, I've from a listener's point standpoint, I, you know, any show that you're on, I listen to, but there's some of them Almost where I get, the five, I get five minutes in and I'm like, they're going to do the same dog and pony <laughs> yeah, show he's yeah. done on every other show. I'm like, fuck this, delete. I'm gone. Abort no, it's, yo, hey, I totally agree with you, man. I don't hate you for that at yeah. all. Because I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm just like, well, I mean, it was an interview. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to go on the show. It's just, just I told Lux, I feel like there's so many untapped things that we could be talking about and asked. That would, you know, even positive stuff. Yeah. Please, like, just ask something different. I'm gonna try to throw Mike a dank for a loop with a couple things, and and see what he what he does because I know he's one of those guys that'll just kind of. He's like rinse and repeat. Oh, he actually hit me up and asked to come on my show. Yeah, I didn't even ask him. <laughs> like he told me, he told me he wanted me to buy his book and read it first. So I, and he gave me a good enough deal on all of them. I was like, fuck it, I'll buy all of them. Oh, didn't you Whatever. say you thought about having him in the Texas system? I would love to, I but really I think I think I want to have him on. I think I want to have them both on independently first. Yeah, you should have them back to back. That would be good. And then. And then have basically, because I want to I want to talk to both of them about hey, there's this other theory that I've heard about. Uh, do you think it could be both of those? One of those is one of them nonsense. Is it some combination of your theory, this theory, and you know what the Bible is just actually saying? And they've just kind of mixed it all together, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you I really do. like the Texas though. I think he has dude, an his shit, You know, he needs to talk faster, but yeah, but his shit's a fucking that dude's legit. I like that. You know who else, Bob? If you want to really go into it, you go with Micah on one side, you go with Texas on the other, and then you bring in Pastor Sam for the third point of view because he'll come straight from the Bible Bible standpoint, right? Yeah. He's not going to come from the astro theological or you know, more where text the Texas came from was more of the brain, you know, yeah. everything was related to the brain and the body right. and everything like that. And that would be really cool to see the three different perspectives yeah. of it yeah. and how that, because, you know, when we boils down to it, I, I just want to know the truth. Right. Yeah. And, right. And, and the fact that that book has been hatched and, and, and cut up and so many pieces taken out and put o- over here and, I, I just want to know the real story. And, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not saying any one of them is right or wrong, but they all have some good points. Yeah. It, it could very well be a mix of all of it. Like you That's, could have a sentence in a chapter of the Bible. Means that so is, that is the real shit that happened. And the next thing could be metaphor. And then the next thing might be a fable. Like it, it could be like the lesson learned from whatever, you know, and so it it can be broken down to verse by verse. You really I mean, don't even, even know what I'll even tell you is. in magic it's like that. Mm-hmm. Certain spheres or, or symbols will have at least uh, three to four different depths of a meaning to it. 
Yeah. So, it's I mean, like it here be, on earth, and, the archetype in your mind, <laughs> how it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, planetary stuff like that. Just for one thing, they'll have that many different descriptions for it. Hebrew yeah. didn't have vowels. And yeah, that was so a good like, 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 how do you know what a word is? If, if the, the letters are G and D, is it good? Is it God? Is it glad? Is it, you know, like, what, what, what is that word? And it's literally every single word that you have to go through starting from the beginning. So if you start wrong, then everything that comes after it is wrong. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. And I think it was when you were on uh, Legit Bat New York with them that Jen said, you know, well, what if the, you know, just because it's the word son in English, does that mean it ha it's son in every other language? Yeah, and does yeah. it mean the same thing? Or is it just, are we just seeing it from the English perspective, the English translation of it, which is a great perspective to come from because I think that's one of the things too, is that English is one of those languages that they've played games with from the beginning. So to, to translate it into English is almost a game in itself. I think, right. uh, I, I swear that just like Hebrew has its own, you know, every letter has like different, you know, and it could be an animal, the back of your head, it has a numerical value. It has all these things attached to it. And almost even, you know, some of them, I swear, even what the, what the letter even looks like, just that uh, symbol can even, you know, uh, be associated with other things. I think the English language is the same fucking way. Yep. I just think it's a different code. Yep. It's all coding. Like it's yeah. all, it's all, really, it's, it's all spelling. Yeah. It's all spelling. Right. Regardless of the letters, it's all spells. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Like word magic is everything. It's all the words, like regardless of the language um so yeah. like who's to say what's what and so that that's why i just don't trust anything like i just take <laughs> these ideas and i'm just like yeah it could be i don't know i'm not gonna like i've only i think i've only been a i've only been asked to come on or like kind of asked to be on one show um and when i went on like they have these six questions that they ask at the end of the show and one of them was if you could know the truth to one conspiracy theory, what would it be? And I said, man, the history of, of humans. I want to know the history of humans because mm. that'll tell me everything. Wow. That yeah. would tell me everything that I want to know. All the shit that keeps me up at night and makes my brain do backflips and ridiculous shit. It's all history of humanity. Mm. So, Odd uh, uh, man, if you, if you could ask one of those questions, what would it be? Well, man, I mean, that's, that is the question. What are we, what are we and where do we come from? I mean, I don't know if I could beat that one, um, yeah. but geez, man, I'd probably have to think about it because there's so many that I'd like to ask, you know, yeah. I mean, I probably just, just thinking about it right now, just, I would just like go for the generic who really was behind the JFK assassination, I guess, but I don't know, but like, um, well, you got Bob to tell you everything else. Right. Like, I'll right, fill right. you in on everything else, man. It's fine. <laughs> Y'all ask the specific questions. I'll get the general view of it. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I, I want to know what time we're in. I'm, I'm more oh. in the, are we in right, a, right. Lin, is it a linear or is it, you know, cyclical? Infinite? 
Yeah. Is it waves? Uh, Are we in just, you know, constant ebbs and flows? Uh, Dude, I've started thinking recently that um, the souls that are on Earth are, are, are really projections from the stars. Because in the Bible, it says the stars will fall to the earth. Um, and I think that's a metaphor for uh, like we like we are whatever that shining fucking thing is up there. Our souls are projected from that down here. That's why they never change. And that's why down here our souls just transfer, um, you know, because energy cannot be created or destroyed. So once the, the, the vessel that we're in dies... We just transfer that energy into something else. Yeah, um, that's wild that you said that, Bob. I, I had Chris on from Forbidden Knowledge. And uh, on that episode, we were talking about something like kind of like this. And uh, the way I tried to explain like consciousness or, or God or whatever you want to call it, the source, I said, think of it as if like a light bulb was hanging from the ceiling and you took like a spaghetti strainer and put it up to it and then flipped the switch. That light is going to be blocked. But now all these little fucking streams are going to shoot out. Yep. And I said, that's God. And then all those little fucking things shooting down to the floors, all those stars, every man and woman is a star. That's us all having a separate fucking experience separated from the source. Right. Well, and, and again, stars energy, yeah. I, I think we're on just like this giant Tesla coil battery, whatever the hell you want to call it. And the two poles are the moon and the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all energy and so as energy can't be created or destroyed you know it's all just still here right like so there is no new birth like when children are born it's not a new energy being created it's just uh, it's transferred yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but i i, I say that I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. This is all nonsense. And yeah, I don't know. I could be completely wrong. And that's but, why we started podcasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why these kinds of conversations right here can go forever. Like these, uh, like I, I'd love to sit down one of our shows and just let it roll for, until we all got too tired. Cause I think the four of us could talk, Fucking forever. I do that on a weekend or something where we have more time. I would definitely, yeah, definitely down for We'll have to do that like a maybe pre holiday special. Yeah. Well, when I come up on a year, I want to have a bunch of people on and talk shit for a while. And it'll be you guys anyway, and probably just extra, a couple extra people. So hell yeah, dude. We could even try to pull it off then. Who knows? That's the best part of all of this, right? Is that we get to talk about crazy shit with other people that are at least like minded, you know, that. That aren't gonna judge it. When we find people like like this group, we know that I I can tell y'all I'm a flat earther, and y'all aren't gonna be like well, that dude's fucking crazy. I don't ever want to talk to that dude again. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's the thing. I believe in a dome, but I'm not sure about flat Earth. But I'll still right. listen to shit that you tell me. You never know. I don't fucking know. Like we talked about giants in the mountains. Yeah. I don't got a machine to dig in there to know if there's a really a giant in there. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I have no fucking <laughs> I idea. I, I know I what I can prove. I know what I can prove, but it still doesn't disprove a simulation. So and, and, and I might be also... able to prove the earth is flat, but that doesn't mean we live in a flat earth. We could live in a fucking <laughs> computer chip. Yeah, you're right. You're on, a, on a flat, on a flat ring. <laughs> on, on the board. I don't fucking know. And I still question the shit that I can prove. Well, and that's that's been one of my funniest argument 
points now is when I get into a discussion with someone that that obviously can't think outside their programmed minds, you start to see that, you know, and it's like, oh, you know everything. And that's the problem because they've been programmed so well that they know all the facts and they've read all of this information and they know what's right. And they're going to stick to that and stand on that rock till, till death does them part, you know? And I, I find that hilarious because I'm like, the more I dig into this stuff and the more that I learn, I realize I don't know a damn thing in the scheme of things. Right. I, I, the more I learn, the less I really, really do know about anything. It's, it's amazing. I used to think that was such a silly statement. Like the more I learn, the less I know. It was like, how what kind of stupid more, shit more is it? That sounds like some hippie dribble. Like yep. that's some ridiculous <laughs> hippie dribble. And now I'm just like, yep. Yep. I don't know shit. <laughs> and I never will. I know and more than I've ever known, and I know and nothing. I, and I know, yeah. and I, I right, questions. I own, I know more than I've ever known, while simultaneously knowing less than I've ever known. <laughs> because everything that I know has just led to more fucking questions. <laughs> now, supposedly, I can't remember if it was Aristotle or Plato or one of the famous philosophers, and like supposedly his dying words were basically what you just said. You know. I don't know anything about life. I know all of this, but I don't really know the answers. So just supposedly, man. supposedly Crowley died saying I'm perplexed. Yeah, that's right. Perplexed. Wow. <laughs> I bet, I wonder the, what he, I was bet he was, I <laughs> bet he was, holy probably shit. Multiple ways. Yeah. I probably but then again, if, <laughs> if the English language is really as occult as I think it is, who knows what perplexed really means? I don't know. Yeah. You know, he could have been something else, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he was probably burnt the fuck out when he went anywhere. Yeah. Craig, that'd be a guy that like, man, if I could have a conversation with that dude. Yo, I've often wondered. There's a question. If he was still alive, I honestly think he would have been 10 times worse than Trump on the internet. Dead or alive, who would you want to talk to if you could? Ooh. Fuck. Man. Man, that's fucking hard. Cause you can go deep and say Jesus. Yeah, you know, I, know. I, I was mean, thinking that's like a fucking cop out. I feel like no, real. Yeah. yeah, like that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, I'd love to talk to Napoleon if he was around and some of or these real. guys, you know, like if, they, <laughs> if, they're, if they're not stories, like right. who, who do we know is a real person? Right. That's that's a that's sub question, you know, B on that. Um, okay, you picked the person <laughs> that you Maybe. want to talk to. Do you? Think you know, I'll tell you though. Person? I'll tell you. You asked me that question three years ago, Bob, and it would have been some sports figure from the past. You know, yeah. like that would have been an easy right away answer. Like, yeah. But now I'm yeah. like, I don't even know. You know what I think might be a good one? It's a little outside the box. Who I was before I am. You know, I am now. That's a good one. Wow. The old you. That is good. Yeah, who I was before. Well, because I believe in reincarnation, so whatever I was prior, I'll have don't to even start with me on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, Jeffrey Epstein. Well, he might still be alive, right? And so <laughs> he fits either dead or yeah, alive. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. He's on an island somewhere with Tupac. Yeah, and that's one where you, along those lines, you have to get someone that's going to answer honestly too, right? Because <laughs> if you say, George, you know, I want to talk to Poppy Bush. That guy's right. just a compulsive liar. You're not going to get a straight uh, shot out of him. Yeah. 
you know, but somebody <laughs> like that would be a fascinating look behind the curtains to see it, all the evil shit they're doing. Yeah. Well, that's what you did. That, I mean, I guess that's the caveat. Like you can ask anything and get honest answers from this person. Okay. Like who, who would you want to talk to? Hmm. I know it's hard. It's hard, uh. especially dead or alive. You know, I mean, cause it can it can be like fucking Eve, like bitch. Oh. Why'd you? What what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> a snake? Seriously? That's who? That's who you went with? You went with a snake? <laughs> Not that I think it was a snake, because the word yeah, used yeah. Is, the word used is actually dragon. Um, and I'm not fully convinced that uh, Satan was the bad guy in that story. So, yeah, you know, it was funny. I was, I had uh, Dean, I had Dean Rain around today. I think I told you that guys uh, earlier, and, and we were, I was, we were talking about, uh, you know, was, we had a totally different. I think someone else mentioned it before. We had a totally different idea of what we were going to have the show on. And uh, once I listened fully, listened to the episode that uh, I originally was listening to, that I was like, oh, we got to cover this. I had to tell him, I was like, well, I really didn't agree with you guests. So I don't know how well this topic will go. And he's like, all right, well, we'll see anyway. And, you know, he came on and then he started to talk about the gang stalking thing. I think I told you about that, right, Bob? Yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea what the fuck that was called. And he started rambling and I was like, yo, 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 do you mind doing this for the show? Like right now? And he's like, yeah, I was like, all right, stop repeat. I don't want you to have to repeat. Let's just record this. And it worked out great. But, um, we had even brought up, I'm like, when it comes to magic, and, and this is even what I said to him, I said, you know, a, a lot of people, uh, I think, get satanic and left-hand path and just throw way too many things into those corners and shit that really doesn't belong there. Uh, if if you believe in a matrix, uh, let's say we, we well, I'm sure you, you do, right, Bob? Man, uh, I think whether it's a metaphorical matrix or a real one, I I think we're in the matrix. Whether it's, you know, just a spell that's cast over us that's made us batteries for the fucking elite or we're actually like the movie Matrix. We're we're living in a simulation. Either way, yeah. Yeah, I I don't think it's that Some sort of matrix. There is an architect to all of this, you know. And I was saying, if I say, you know, if us being born into the flesh, we're already fucked. That's my, you know, us being here, uh, living in this world, we're already screwed. I said, now, if I wanted to escape this and the only way it could happen is through magic by separating my soul from my body and sacrificing the flesh and leaving in spirit, if that's the only way I can get out of here and actually experience freedom, I guess that I would be satanic. Because then I would be going against the agenda or I'd be an opposer to the situation I'm in. Even though it's right, freeing right. myself and a positive thing, it's considered satanic and now nobody would understand it. Well, again, a lot of people don't understand what Satan means. Just like uh, a cult just means hidden. You know, a satanic is just what uh, opposition or... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Opposing. Like that. That's exactly right. So, so you would be. I'm in. So I would technically be saying being in a, satanic in a way. Not yeah. maybe. Not maybe the the way that most people think about satanic, yeah. but the actual literal definition of satanic. Now, now, yes. now, when you have that experience, when you come back, what you do with that? 
is totally different. That right. is where it becomes, are you going to be an asshole or are you going to do something good with that? That's, that's when it becomes demonic. Yes. But when you're going and trying to, it's just a situation. There's really no, what your intentions are is what makes it bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause so am I going to get in a Corvette to with good intentions, yes. not good actions, good actions go the other way. You know, so you have to make sure that your intent and your actions are good. Um, and I think it all comes back to just energy and vibration. And whether you believe in a God that's doing this, maybe God's just the energy. But, um, man, I've just tried to think of things. Like, my journey through all of this shit has just been to see the world in a different way. Mm. You know, when I started my podcast, I started it for you know, just political rants and, you know, <laughs> freedom, you know, that's why it was called conversations about freedom. Cause I was just this, like, I heard Dave Smith on, in his Nick Sarwark debate where he said, I'm a warrior for freedom. And I was like, I want to be a fucking warrior for freedom too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bob comes yeah. out with blue face paint, like room. but then I realized it. There's so much more to that word that like freedom isn't just of the body. Yeah. It isn't just like we're put, we're, we're almost self enslaving because, you know, like Bob Marley said, free yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our mind. No, it's just whatever I say when I have Q-tards shitting on me and be like, how do you call me? And then what is it in vogue or whatever that says free your mind and the rest will follow? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, because in in reality, you have your mind, body and soul. Yes. Freedom of mind, too. They don't think about that, how how it's a trickle down effect that true freedom can be free physically. But if your mind and your soul are, are locked up. You're right. useless. You're and, done. and that's You're what comes ready. to You're like done. manufactured consent and self-censorship. They don't actually have to throw you in a cage. They'll get you to muzzle yourself. We're in a stifle good yourself. Right now. We, yes. Yeah. We are, we are we are as free as we act. And that's what I keep telling people. I'm in a group on a Telegram, I think. Um, and it's a group of people trying to find a piece of property to bug out to whether it's collectively to one property or to an area or whatever. And I keep telling them, like, they're talking about, well, what is the income tax in this state? And what is this tax in this state? Like, look, if we get together 50, 100 people, we can just tell them to fuck off. Yeah, Like, they're not going to come mess with 100 people. They're not going to do it. We can just... Give them the middle finger and just be like, we're not following your rules, man. Like, consider us like the Amish. Fuck off. Hey, you ever heard of Waco? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to say they're going to Waco, Texas. (laughs) Sure, but, you know, I think that was a total Ruby Ridge? I think Ruby Ridge is different, but I think Waco was a psyop, man. I'm not even positive Waco fucking happened because they talk about it all the time. You know, like, shit that is put right in our face if there's a netflix show about it it's bullshit mm. like mm-mm. if they're allowing people to talk about it and and saying government is the bad guy it's controlled opposition like 
because they don't well, allow I, people I, to I, talk badly about the government. The CIA doesn't even approve scripts that are written the wrong way. So, <laughs> like, if, you know, Netflix has the show Waco and there's documentaries on YouTube, this is all bullshit. You know how much yeah, you I have to kind of push a certain. You know way. how far you have to dig to find out about Finnum. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lavoy Finnicum. Do you, does anybody know who that fucking guy is? I have no idea. Nobody. Nobody. Because he got gunned down in the snow, running up to take the gunfire away from his family, and he was an innocent, unarmed man, and he was gunned down. Most people don't know about Ruby Ridge, like. Nobody knows about that story, about a guy with a fucking supposedly illegal but ended up not being illegal gun, and they murdered his entire family. Like, the stories they don't want to promote, they don't promote. They don't get 60-minute slots, you know, the whistleblowers and all this shit. When they don't want it to be known, you, you it's not promoted. So... Well, I think the whole situation was so fucked up they had to give a, a the the presentable uh whatever bullshit story and have you seen the interviews with the supposed survivors? Yeah. It's bullshit. Like those people are acting. Like it doesn't seem real. Now I could be completely fucking wrong. But David Koresh was good friends with the local law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like well, and good that's why friends the locals- with them. And that's why the locals wouldn't do anything. That's why it, it had to be the feds that came in. Right. right. But if they were protected by a whole town, it wouldn't have gone down the way that it was. Like, well, I think like you mentioned before, like 50 or 100 people. I think it, once you have a certain amount of people or buy up a certain amount of space, I think you can I think it's all distraction. There. Look at the shit that was happening in the world around that time. We were going to war with Iraq. They were oh, freaking yeah. want. They were wanting to institute a, a, a semi-assault rifle, you know, a semi-automatic Assault rifle ban, which they got through because of that. You know, look at all the shit that happened around it. Well, and the other thing was, too, they were living off the system, right? Yeah. And that's the last thing the government want is anyone yeah. being able to live right. outside so, of Babylon. So it also sends the signal. <laughs> it also sends the signal that if you if you try to subvert the government, you know, because all of their agendas have are multifaceted. They never do anything for one reason. If they do something, it's got it's multi-layered. And so, you know, Waco Waco was this huge effect. Like, so it kind of disincented disincentivized religion, you know, because these people were were the, were a religious group. Um it disincentivized collective organizing where, you know, like like all of the message that was sent to the people was don't be an individual. Don't join groups. You know, you know, be careful who you talk to. You know, so the mental aspect of what it did to the rest of the country, putting this on TV for everybody to see. And, and like, then what did it eventually set up to, Bob? Right. It eventually oh, it was, supposedly set up Timothy McVeigh. Right. And his radicalism to go do Oklahoma and then, City. Which and is, then what happened? The precursor. To um, the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act was written right after that by no, none before, other than before. Well, well two months it was before. before it, but it wasn't. It didn't go into effect yeah. until after. No, he wrote it. Two was months written before. by by who? Brandon. Fucking Joe Biden. Like, like this shit 
is all connected. Man. Yeah, that was and what was that? That was the mean. Omnibus Counterterrorism Act or whatever he wrote. And he, even yeah. if they did kill all of them, even if they did do all of this, maybe it was just another mass sacrifice ritual. Yep. All right, man, you got to bounce out. I know this is yeah, going long, but yeah. um, I, I love this shit where it's going. But yeah, that's uh, why I, if we ever can figure out a different day, if we, if we do it earlier. I don't. Know. Hey, I, I don't mind switching up the day. Tuesday was just something that was convenient. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think we did it like twice, and we were just like, "What's wrong with that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't mind switching up the days if we need to make it yeah. that way for everybody, especially since we've added Matt, and I know Matt, you got kid stuff. Um, to we got to work around that schedule, so uh, I guess whatever I'm flexible, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I had a great time though, it was loads of fun, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was uh, really cool. I wanted to get into that Travis Scott shit, and we almost hit oh. a point to where we could pivot oh, yeah. towards it with mass sacrifice. <laughs> I was almost uh, kind of hoping you didn't because honestly. Yeah. The last two days, I wrote so much shit down and, and went through. Well, not so much, but I mean, that I did the shit way too much for Ryan's show tomorrow. I was like, I don't even uh, know. It's, that dude, that shit's just crazy. I'll put it out there like that. That shit's crazy. I may do a solo yeah. episode tomorrow about it because it's just. It's, well, I'll send you the link. I know when uh, so we're going to release it on our end, too. So, I mean, I'll send you what we even have. All right, for, cool. Check it out. Yeah. Right on. Well, if everybody's got to go, let's uh let's wrap it up in a nice, pretty little bow. Um, so with Matt, know. he's the new guy. Yeah, it seems to be the theme of the night. <laughs> That's all right. Try to have some consistency here, I guess. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. This, as always, this is one of my. I love these things, man. These little, these little roundtable conversations are great. There's nothing better. So thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. Uh, I guess you can find me on the Great Deception podcast. I uh, I just got added to uh, Alt Media United, so you can find all my stuff there on altmediaunited.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, YouTube, and I actually just started a bit shoot. So moving up in the world. Nice. Yeah, I saw that you got bit shoot and uh, how'd you make your video? Uh, just through Zoom. Oh, okay. Killing it, dude. Killing yeah, it. I just did ten it through, episodes I'm- in killing it yeah. I'm, te- I'm technically retarded man so i gotta i gotta I'm, I'm slowly working into it so i'm working like i'm doing the most basic stuff i can technologically to get it done and then i'll figure it out later dude you're better than i am i'm a bougie bitch with a fucking producer that's gotta, how little look at you that's how little i know no no <laughs> it's not a fancy thing it's that i wouldn't be able to make this show if it weren't for him so yeah. <laughs> i don't know how to do any of this i hit record and i send it to him yep <laughs> so odd he man, actually emailed me today <laughs> yeah odd man would <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you i know you got to get out of here yeah man thanks guys thanks once again it's always great to talk with you guys uh yeah if anybody anybody wants to get a hold of me or just check out my stuff underscore the odd man out on twitter or instagram and all the other links are in there if you want the link to the show or a bit shoot which i really need to add more stuff to but uh there's a ton of links on there facebook and all that so i appreciate it man you guys have a great night yeah, yeah. yeah had a great time thank you and why uh my stuff uh bit shoot rumble youtube uh all major podcasts uh, and then the Occult Rejects, uh, same thing. All major podcasts, uh, BitChute, Rumble, no YouTube, and uh, I'm also on Odyssey. 
Right on. You guys got kicked off? Uh, YouTube, yeah, a while ago. Yeah, no strike, just completely. No, no, I mean, oh, you're still on there, though, right? Oh, I'm still on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was going to say, I thought I just watched something from you last week on there. No, yeah. That quick? It's still up, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I am, of course, your not-so-humble host, Moral Bob. Um, And I am pretty much only on Instagram right now, again, at I am Moral Bob. Twitter won't let me have an account unless I create a new email and I just haven't gotten around to that shit. I need to make a backup Instagram because I keep getting strikes and eventually they're not going to let me talk anymore. Um, You can follow me on Facebook at at Moral Bob, uh, though I think I still got 14 days left on a 30 day ban. And um, yeah, all of our Instagrams are legit as fuck. So follow all of us on Instagram because we're, I think we're all pretty active there, and they're all really yeah, good, yeah, and yeah, all are. really good and really different <laughs> shit. Like, I post a lot of uh, memes and stuff, Matt posts historical stuff, NY's, NY's all over the place with his Sunday <laughs> white paper drops and, yes. and videos and shit, <laughs> you know, and Odd Man, Odd Man has just drops knowledge constantly, so our Instagrams are badass follow those tell everybody about us so we can uh maybe end up making a dollar or two back from this stuff but even if we don't gotta get uh, odd man i love these shows guys thanks for coming sure keep doing it yes we will this is this is my favorite podcast to do every month so i'm down to do it until we all get sick of each other so. <laughs> All right, well, guys. Well, only do it once a month. It shouldn't take, you know, it should take a while, so. Right. Let's yeah. let's do a holiday special next time and just make fun of shit. Yeah, well, all right. Sounds good. We're going to blow up make... Christmas? We're going to ruin yeah. Christmas? Goddamn yeah, right. Yeah, we you should know come we will. That. Yeah. Let's ruin everybody's holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. That's good. I like that. All right, fellas. Y'all take it easy. Live free. Yes, later, guys. Be good. Later. Later.